0: Greetings, ah. good morning, shalom, assalamu alaikum, well, gal, namaste, you know, uh, bonjour, uh what's Welsh? Bore da. Everyone watching. Well as uh... Hi Martin. Tej is obviously in his very aesthetic uh front room with you know a what? bookshelf, a bookshelf that you can't see on Instagram, but I can see it on
1: uh if, on, the, on the podcast. It's also the pastel pink. Salmon with the pastel pink. You know, I mean, was, we we're doing like pastels this year. Oh,
0: I'm repping Machine Fitness, guys. Uh, machine Fitness for all your fitness gear. It's uh, very figure <laughs> <huh>? depending <laughs> on He's your such figure.
1: Influencer. Um, <laughs> do it for free. Okay, so <laughs> right, let's. Um, I've put you on my headphones uh, on Thanks. Instagram to like get rid of the noise. So, are we ready to start the official podcast?
0: We are, and the good thing is there's no audio delay, so
1: it's absolutely
0: fine. So. It's your podcast, you can introduce it, I'll just do the rest. My podcast? Oh my, okay, okay. Hey guys, welcome to this special edition of podcast or rant or content sessions, whatever you want to call it. I think I'm kind of done with podcasting, I'm more fluid with what I do. Mr. Tej Talks is here, he is a content creator extraordinaire, Um, you know, one of the OGs in the space that's taught me, not everything, taught me a lot of what I know. So... Today, we're going to be talking about things that grind our gears, maybe gets us a bit annoyed. Um, It's strange because I'm at an age where everything annoys me. Uh, Oh, Bunda
1: Hoogia. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. Whereas Tej is is a young pup. So I'm surprised that Ted gets annoyed at things these days. He's a young pup. He's financially free, he's buying businesses just for fun. So it'll be interesting to see what annoys him. Anyway, Tej, um, thank you for, well, I think you invited me, didn't you?
1: Well, because yesterday you sent me one of your usual weekly bitchy voice notes, <laughs> or something. And I thought, well, you know what, let's jump on the podcast and talk about it. Because um, I think that there's as much as we're going to be moaning and talking about what grinds our gears, I think there's a lot of value that comes from the people who operate these businesses or these profiles who can learn from their potential customers. Because at the end of the day a lot of people don't ask for feedback. They don't look at their reviews. Um, you know, you, you offline, you were just telling me an example of a CEO who's an absolute twat who asks for fake feedback and never actually uses it because he knows, we know the company and a lot of people know keeps being shit. Um, yeah. And that's just one example of hundreds, tens of, you just see it everywhere. You go to restaurants, it's the same thing where right? a new ex award winning restaurateur, you know, w- will know <laughs> this. Um, And so I think it's important that we give people lessons from the things we're going to talk about. So, um, and welcome everyone to the Tej Talks podcast, if you're listening on my platform as well. Shaz, (laughs) what topic are we starting with? Let's start with one of yours.
0: Let's start with one of mine. And guys, whilst we're going on, please feel free to ask your own questions or comments on Instagram. We may address them and maybe have more of a conversation. So, the first thing I want to talk about, this was my voice note to you, Tej. Was um I see a lot of um financial advice, financial health kind of content creators, especially on social media, TikTok, Instagram, who actually have no qualifications. Now, why this in kind of quote unquote grinds my gears is you know I've studied hard for a CMAP, so I actually have got a qualification that allows me to give people actual advice on mortgages, pensions, life, trust, wills, all this nonsense, right? So when I see And this isn't an age thing when I do see like a mid 20, uh, 20 year old kind of viewing advice that is just very quite generic and sensible and practical, but really just common sense advice. I'm like, what is that based in? Where is your credibility? And often the credibility sometimes is, well, it's my life experience. I'm just sharing my journey. It's like, dude, you're 24. What what is the gravitas behind that? So that is my opening statement. Please do uh, feedback.
1: Yeah, I think you know what, I'm I'm kind of in two minds about this. One, I you know, I don't no offense to the CMAP crew. Um, probably <laughs> not all of you. But like, yeah, okay, having a qualification like that obviously helps and I think in something like finance it, it helps massively. At the same time, a lot of these qualifications, like degrees, can be outdated, a bit boring, a bit safe, a bit you know, they don't really um yeah, kind of teach you the real life stuff. It's not like the real life university. So I'm with you in terms of like yes, there's people in general who don't have experience or even any theory who are just giving advice, which is nonsense, right? Um, and some of them are really good at packaging it and making it look good. And, th- and that's a skill in itself. So, you know, kudos to that. Um, but whether or not they need a qualification, I kind of think is up for debate. I think if, you're, if you don't have experience, then a qualification can replicate that. If you don't have a qualification, but you have four or five years experience in it, then it's kind of different. And then it it makes sense, I think.
0: I, I very much agree. But I think also what I'm finding is a lot of the content, and maybe because I'm on socials a lot, just consuming as well as creating, is a lot of it is just a copy of a copy of a copy, the same, the same, the same. And I'm going to equate that with, so my Explore feed on um, on Instagram is full of...
1: Uh, Kylie copy, Jenner and, and models, and yeah, probably, yeah.
0: Son and Bajwa, uh, <laughs> uh, you know. Like anyway, it's full of like... Um, content creation advice and actually there's all these content creator advisors they all post the same bloody thing five viral hooks to get you and it's the same with these financial content crew it's just it's generic to the point where it's like i I know exactly what they're going to say um however i think as a way to perhaps that would help so i know one of the ones recently uh, mr money jar i don't know his his government name unfortunately You know, he really posted he's got qualified, I think, dip map or financial advice, which is great because now I understand it's just a piece of paper. But he studied. He understands the fundamentals. It's a regulated space. That's the other thing. You know, giving advice is regulated. You can't just from an Instagram conversation give someone advice, um, but it's a regulated space. So he actually has the minerals and the paperwork and the experience to talk about these things. And I would respect everything he says. Uh, we already have a big up stone and we have a son and fan and it's it's with nimi
1: uh AKA nimi good um yeah it's it's interesting you say minerals that because of the farming not the farming the mining history of Wales or is that is that an old school term because yeah, minerals is giving me kind of i don't know like <laughs> little literally new york vibes like uh, yeah, it's giving me very daniel G vibes I think you know what then this this comes to a wider a question or wider um a, a debate, which is at what point do you then teach at what point do you have an again this varies if you're a doctor i don't think you're teaching someone as a junior doctor but as a experienced surgeon you put it on but but as a mechanic maybe you do it after a year i think it depends sector to sector but like when do people then start teaching because as well as your influencers saying like content creation there's also another bunch saying oh um you should monetize your knowledge right that's how i got to seven figures on click you know it's like <laughs> okay but 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 honey you, you you know your knowledge is only worth two figures, yeah,, mm. so how are you making seven figures for you know, so I think a lot of people jump on this, oh my god i've I've got three renter rents, and then I sourced two on, guys, guys, I'm a fucking teacher i I've done it all, you know i've had I've had one season in service accommodation, I haven't had the shit winter period. Um, oh my God, guys, the world needs me, you know? And then they start teaching and you're like, yeah, but hold on. What? And I'm, I'm again, is it wrong or right? I don't know. But you kind of look at it and say, people are going to fall for it because if you have a few rent to rent, source a couple deals, I don't know, you've got 10, 15 grand in cash, give or take at some point from, from yeah. say sourcing three deals. You can book a flight. You can book a nice, you can... Bunk that and the return on it is massive because it creates a lifestyle temporarily. So it's almost like people are doing a little shit, spending all that money on the content, which okay. And then that content is then creating them even more money for selling stuff they have such a little experience in. And as you know, anyone can have a good month. One swallow does not make summer.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. And this leads me on to just a comment, it's not really a a topic. I think yeah. even now in 2023, 20, people people, people as in people watching, consuming, they're so easily led by lifestyle content. It's like, listen, if if you, if you're on business class, which is great, by the way, you know, and you're taking turns to then go take turns in the same seat, to take a photo. It's just, I, I, I don't get why people are still so easily fooled and led. Um, why is that? Why people still, even now, because now it should be so transparent. It should be so obvious what's going on, but, I still see people get fooled just by by lifestyle and unfortunately guys from you know me and Tej, we have the most uh not humble but just the most boring life ever <laughs> like
1: listen speak for yourself baby boy
0: yeah i'm pretty boring you you make pasta you make bread I, that's really exciting
1: <laughs> i had a lot of bread today Fuck
0: it. i've seen your garden it's so exciting yeah <laughs>
1: listen not in the world not in the winter um why do people fall for it because we are part of three percent of society who actually understand the back end if i if you knocked on the doors of all your neighbors and said showed a picture of something lifestyle wise and you said right give me three assumptions about this person they'd say rich happy you know living life that's what most people would say if you showed it to anyone in the in the property thing at an event they'd probably be like they're faking it right or they sell educate you know what i mean so we're just in a, a sphere that allows us to see the back. We're like software developers. We can see the back end, but everyone else is like, "Oh my god, the website's amazing!" And we're like, "Ha, huh? we, you know, it's our butters on the back end." And so I think that's what it is. You know, like we we're just tainted by our network in a good way.
0: In a good way, and I think also I think there is, it's, we can at least we can easily distinguish between people who actually have the lifestyle. So I'll, I'll pick up my boy Adam Runner. He. I have some people like, he's like, oh, is he fake? Is he, well, hang on. Is he in Dubai? Yes. Has he got this business? Yes. Was he at the F1? Yes. So he actually lives that lifestyle. He enjoys it. You know, that's that's the kind of life he enjoys.
1: Big money runner.
0: Big money runner. Big deals only. Um, whereas there's a lot of people who are intentionally going for the lifestyle content, but that's not their life. It's, it's, it's a distinction to make, I think, sometimes. Um, but moving on, you mentioned around people, education and courses. One thing we've spoken about, Privately and publicly, I think, is kind of seen a lot of people who are horse
1: junkies over the edge. Oh, sorry, you're just saying that and then over to me. You're not going to share your over opinion. To you.
0: Well, I'll share it after I hear yours. This is like a, a stand-up show. You got to get your point across. I'll then debate
1: it. <clears throat> okay, you know, adversarial system. Yeah, cool, cool. Um, yeah, there's a lot of people. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> it just makes me laugh because. And look, i like, oh, I get it as well. So I don't want to seem like a dickhead, even though I kind of am being one. <laughs> um, there's a lot of people who just go to events, mm. go to courses, go to masterminds, go to this. And um, you see them in the pictures, in the videos, in the, you know, you see them there on their stories, whatever, living life, mm, you know <laughs> what I mean? And then, and then you never see them again. Now... That doesn't mean they're not doing anything or they're not being successful. Um, There's an interesting correlation between being very active on socials then and having all these goals and targets and feeling refreshed to then three months later, you're never seen again and you're back doing what you're doing. There's a difference between going to all these masterminds, going to all these fucking courses, paying all this money for theory and golden nuggets, right? Um, But then you don't do anything with it. Like, what is the point, you fucking bad shots, man? Like, (laughs) Like, do something. Look, you need education. That's a fact. And if you have to pay for it, which in a lot of things nowadays you probably do, do it. You might need mentorship. You might need a mastermind. Do it. But over and over again, everyone says the same shit. We all say the same shit in a different way and you like us differently. You need to take that, go over there, and do something with it, man. Stop just being seen at places and wasting
0: your money. I 100% agree. I'm I'm, I'm going to name names only because it's easier for me to put context onto it. So if someone goes on one of your one of your modules or courses to raise money, how to raise private finance, right? Then they jump on Alfred Alfred's how to raise money kind of module. Then they think you know what, not learned enough yet. Let me just go and check Tyler Tyler Newman's how to raise private finance. Eventually, you're going to be in a, in a in a net negative because you've done fuck all with with that learning, right? Um. And I used to compare this to students when they used to study and go for degree after degree because they didn't want to get into the real world and actually take some action. If you've got all that money to spend to learn the theory, but you're not applying it, it's a waste of money. Um, could, And this isn't in, in, not in a nasty way. You know, you might be off in a nine to five because clearly taking action and being uh, taking risk is not for you. Right. Um, but then also people love, you know, being part of a community, being part of a gang, going on retreats, being part of a club and all this jazz, but what what's the what's the value add? What are you getting out of it that you haven't heard already? Like you said, different people learn different ways or they might resonate with different people. I get that. You have to kiss a few frogs to find your, your person. But again, there has to be an action. There has to be a learning, action, learning, action. It does I I'd see it and I'm just like, How much more learning have you got to do? How many more strategies do you have to check? Like what, what is going on? How much money have you got? Give me that money, I'll buy a house on rent rent or some shit. Like, I don't know.
1: Uh, you know, it's it's true and, and and um Tiago and Robert have said life is full of theory. I prefer to have my hands dirty with all adhesive and learn the work and understand how much it costs. Yeah, listen, um my hand's a bit soft for that, but um I, I appreciate what you're saying there and, and Shaz I agree with you, it's like how much more of the same thing. Like if you go on all three of our raising finance courses, you're not gonna learn that much different, you know, because we're, there are ways to raise finance and Yes, we're all going to have our own spin and our own opinion and little tips and views. But you only need one, you know, like of that type. And but you know what it is, Shaz? I think, and I was speaking to my mechanic about this, actually, people are scared. People are scared to make that step because of monetary risk, time risk, social media risk, you know, just risk, right? And that's that's fine. We're humans. We're, we're made to be safe. But because people are scared of doing that, it makes them feel Safer, more comfortable, more secure, but also makes them feel like they're doing something when they're in a room full of like minded people on a mastermind or something like that and they're talking about stuff like, Yeah, we're gonna do this, oh, I did, you know, all about future plans, not what they have done or they are doing. But that just gives, I think, people a sense of almost like stability, but also makes them feel like they're doing something or it inspires them. And it's like, Yeah, but I'm not inspired to do my quickbooks or go through indeed applications and 95% them a trash i'm disciplined or motivated if above discipline to do that so i think people lack discipline and they just go for inspire me you know and it's inspire like inspire me it's not a yoga retreat big up yoga though isn't it we invented it of course
0: yeah yoga's good uh, you you invented it your people um one yeah. thing i just want to i just want to you guys
1: made biryani though and biryani's probably better than yoga like i'd rather do biryani than have yoga you know what i mean
0: Listen, Dissy breakfast is the best, man. You make me hungry. But this
1: everything's the best.
0: Sorry, anyway, drooling a second. Right. <clears throat> one thing that grinds my gears is and um you see people uh, we've not spoken about this, this a surprise. I see people, this is a small one, they'll go on a social media course. How to be a good property investment on social media, you know, put yourself out there, do some videos, do some reels, da da da. But then what they do, right? the first post off the back of it. Hey guys, today I'm launching my personal brand. Huh? Your personal brand exists. Like I, I found it so funny and you, you're big on branding. Why do people do
1: that? I just find it really, really peculiar. Well, I think the answer lies in, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, the answer lies in who is running these courses, because all of the social media masterclasses, especially in property that I've seen, say for, I think one person who actually has a big branding therefore can teach it and knows what he's doing apart from him. I have not seen a single social media masterclass branding in property from someone who actually has fucking good brand and knows what they're doing. doesn't have like 20 followers and four of them are cousins and three of them are like, uh, you know, like the people who run these cool and the fact that people fall for it, I'm like, but the guy teaching you can't make reels. Hasn't got any experience. His profile's shit. He doesn't get engagement. He's, so, he's selling stuff, yeah, to you, you doofus. Um, I I don't understand it. Honestly, people who run these courses like, on social media and property, yeah, y'all are just, y'all are fucked, man, honestly.
0: Yeah, But people just realize, just to keep it constructive, because we said we would, is just remember, you have a personal brand. You are your personal brand. What you post on social media or what you don't post on social media is your personal brand. So... You don't need to announce it because it already exists, right? But I think what the the constructive thing is when you announce it. For me, anyways, as a as a viewer, it means that I know the next five posts are very carefully constructed to portray an image because you've just been on that bloody course, right? Whereas if it was just organic, it's different. So that's that's my thoughts on that. Um,
1: Ted, I heard you like deal sources. So. I remember a while ago when I first started and, you know, I was like, oh, well, let me use some deal sources because, you know, the more deals, the merrier, right? You know, I bought a lot of deals quite quickly. Um, and, and obviously you were my broker for that. Uh, at the time you were Ted's broker. I didn't even know.
0: I'm I like, your broker. I think I work for you. Someone said that.
1: <laughs> I never knew this was even a thing. I was like, this guy has so many clients. Like, what? anyways. <laughs> um, and I, I discovered deal sources. And you know, sometimes you see things you can't unsee and you know things you can't unknow. Yeah. These people, yeah, 98%, I think 987 probably, if you get really into it. Fucking useless. I'm sorry, you are. Um, but look, you will sell deals because guess what? There's not a lot of supply and there's a lot of demand. And do you sell deals? I, you know what I'd love? And this is something sources never talk about. How many repeat customers they have? When was the last time you heard a sourcer say, oh, you know, we've sold our 40th deal now. And actually it's the seventh to this one um, one one cu- you know, one customer or whatever. You never hear them talking about retention. Now, if you had someone coming back to you to buy over and over again, especially paying you three, four grand a pop, you're going to talk about it, right? Because they talk about everything else. So deal sources are just terrible. Um, the deal packs are still really bad um sourcing fees are just stupid deals are shit refurb costs absolutely clueless um don't put their sourcing fee into calculations comparables aren't presented pro- properly
0: sorry can we highlight that okay guys if you if you are looking at, if you are kind of working with deal sources and send you the deal pack and you know it's done on word art not even word art yeah and in their little spreadsheet where it says <clears throat> about you know Return on investment, return on cash employed. And it says, no, this is a unicorn deal, no money left in. Then three lines down is the fee you gotta pay, six grand, five grand, but that's not been factored into the deal. That does not compute because to get into the deal, that fee needs to be factored in. It's not a unicorn deal. Still a decent deal, maybe. Ted, question sorry, just I know I cut you off there. Do you think maybe the deal so you have interacted with, those deals are maybe not as good because of where you invest, because then the margins, every every little pound
1: matters, doesn't it? At that level. Um maybe but I've also like with my mentees I've also reviewed deal packs in the north where again probably similar where the margins are kind of small but that's where we need sources you know a deal sourcer in London yeah okay fine they obviously exist and yes their fee would be kind of more proportionate but I think it would still <clears throat> balance out in the grand scheme of things um but at the end of the day if that's where you're operating as a saucer, then that's what you're fees are, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? So yeah, like it's we could say that, but that's just part of it. Um Nimikord, we're not talking flips only, we're talking um everything. You know, things are not included. And Shaz, what you said about the sourcing fee? Yeah, because I don't know how a saucer can say say it with their chest, oh no, we don't put it in because it's you know it's like an additional. It's like, okay, when I go Nando's and I pay tax, it's on the bill. And when I pay my solicitor fees to buy the house that's included. The auction fees included. The seller's legal fees, if I'm covering them, are included. Shaz's fee is included So why 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 is why is your fee not included? Because because what, you bought me the deal. So uh, deal sources, you know, in terms of constructive feedback, I don't know, I've spent two years telling you about it, but um if you're gonna listen now, um it's don't do everything we just said. Present things nicely that like Shaz said, not word art, put proper comparables in, put links to it, put some commentary, um do your refurb figures properly, speak to a builder, you know, like you're making three grand a pop. If you, if you have to pay what your builder say to him, all right, Dave, I'll give you 50 quid, price up a refurb for me, send him a video and he does it in like 10 minutes. Oh, what a fucking genius idea. Oh, but I don't want to spend 50 quid. Okay. You're a dickhead. Um, There's so many things you can do to fix these issues if you don't know them, right? Um, yeah, man. Like I... Sigh. A big sigh. Just.
0: <sighs> just in, in, in better news, have you been to Nando's recently? Just, you know what? what? Something here. I haven't. What's going on? No, no. So, but guys, when you go to Nando's, obviously, I always get the Peronese because I love Peronese. But ask them for the Nando's mayonnaise. They don't sell it. They give it if you're doing takeout or, de- or delivery. But it's the best. So, yeah, it's free as well. Uh, but make sure you ask them for the Nando's mayonnaise. And it's just-
1: vegan as well for all the vegan. It is plant-based,
0: plant guys. Yeah, well then, If you're a hippie, you know, how do you know if someone's a vegan? They'll tell you without you asking. <laughs> 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 um, okay. So next thing, lenders. I mean, look, I, I still have a day job. I work myself. I do consider myself. i employee of my business. That's how I behave. Um, employee of the month. I am always employee of the month. Okay. Anyway, lenders are on the whole okay but some of the fees are shocking right now i have done a post about this that even with say a seven percent fee it's the lowest payment and it's the lowest cost over say five years which is great i think the risk is though you're adding seven percent onto your balance so when you got a 75 percent loan actually you've now got an 82 percent loan and if there is no capital appreciation in say five years you might end up being stuck on that right and you're paying interest on that it's compounding and da 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 so that's what you need to factor in. Um, I did think, I mean, I've had calls yesterday. I did think rates and fees would come down by now, especially this time of year because it's always a little bit quiet and then you get lenders having price wars or whatever, but it happened. So lenders are slow. Underwriters are asking ridiculous questions. Um, that's I not think new, is it? It's not new. The only people I like in lending space right now is the business development managers, the people in the middle, because I like to have someone who I can have a moan at, a kind of rant with and just say, look, this is how I'm feeling. This is my big boy voice. You do what you got to do. And let's see the usual, hey, I appreciate it. it's not your fault, but it's your company. So you've got to, you've got to hear me and you got to firefight. But there's a lot of things, conversations I'm having to have with with lenders. I don't tell the clients because I'm kind of that person in the middle. But it's absolutely uh TR Property Solution says, yes, but the thing is better monthly payments and stress tests. Uh, yes, absolutely. That is correct. Um, but yeah, I think that my only concern is if property prices dip again and you're at 8, 82% loan to value what you can do then when it comes to refinancing. Um,
1: on that topic there, Shaz, about mm-hmm. um, lend, uh, kind of you giving feedback to lenders, do you find, because obviously you're so, you know, in touch with all the brokers and everything, you're all the same. Um, what, you know, <laughs> when you're on duty... <laughs> Do you find that like other brokers are also kind of giving it back to lenders a bit and giving feedback or not? Because in my head, I feel like most are not because they don't want it to affect their business.
0: So I think if you're an employed, if you're an employed broker, you tend not to because it's not your business and you're not, you know, the buck doesn't stop with you. If you kick off, you get, your company could get blacklisted. You've got to be quite careful. I I found the guys who are self-employed, run their own businesses. They just say as it is. Um, I'm pretty tame in that respect. I've gotten a lot better. I used, I used to be really aggy, if I'm honest, a bit of a diva, but I've gotten, I've, I've taken the feedback. I'm a lot more pragmatic about it. I'll let things marinate and then I'll deal with it. But um, yeah, no, I've, people are. I mean, I was at an event and awards, uh, which I didn't win, but uh, I was at an awards and didn't win. Speaking to a lot of brokers, everyone is, is thinking the same that it's a bit of a shit show. And a lot of improvements you felt this technology for example lenders don't use technology like, lend, i think lend invest we used for one and that was straightforward electrical signatures but yeah tech is missing it's weird though because on on the flip side lenders only make money when they lend the money out right so you think they'd want to do that in, a, in the swiftest way possible but they put all these barriers in between to make my life difficult your life difficult um, and so on and so forth. I'm really looking forward to refinancing your deals, Ted, in what, two years?
1: <laughs> hey, who's smart for putting them on five-year fixes? Me and you.
0: Yeah, are you, are you still doing single lets? Or are you putting SA's in them? This is obviously a recorded phone call. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, single lets. I've got, I've got the SA that we put recently onto that product, which costs more. But I think we got a decent-ish rate. To be fair, my rents just go up and up and up. Uh, I don't increase them. Like, but with new tenants, right? And my mortgages are still back at what, like 2019 pre COVID levels. So I look at the profit and I'm like, this is like a London buy to let level of profit with none of the other, and the capital appreciation is massive. So, you know, timing is important. There are deals now, of course, there are. I'm back in the market, but fuck me, mate. Bought at a good time, I think.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Tej, what was your, I mean, we've never spoken about this properly, but hey, now's the right time. And you don't need to. This isn't to big me up, but what problems were you having with mortgage brokers before, before you met me?
1: <laughs>
0: um, I remember no, because I remember you met a few people. I remember there's another guy called Shaz you met, but small Bengali guy.
1: Oh, a, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I never, I never, I met him after I worked with you, though. Okay, okay. I don't think I met. I didn't meet many before you. To be fair, you came in quite early. But I think the issue I had with the early people was just like communication um not being kept, kept up to date not being explained things like as if you know how solicitors don't explain stuff to you right oh yeah we're doing paperwork i'm like no no no, what is paperwork brokers would do a similar thing and just be like oh you know we're waiting on this we're doing this we're doing that and i'm like wait but if i understand this maybe we can get something done so kind of trying to be in a position of power which by the way is great for a lot of people because they can just say oh cool you're dealing with it when it's a competent broker um but yeah, communication was a massive one. Um, and just, and actually diligence. You know, I remember the first deal where I had to then use investor finance, not the bridge. He just didn't fill in the thing correctly. Didn't press the right buttons. It was just like dopey stuff, you know, as well. Okay.
0: No, it's just good to know. I think it's just brokers, any brokers listening, it's just feedback for anyone listening. Guys, please do check in your questions on, on the gram. Um, Ted, let's talk networking events. Okay. I've not been to kind of the traditional monthly Sean Paul's in the chat what man like Sean Paul oh wow Jody and Rebecca okay (laughs) so I've not been to like one of those monthly standard network events monthly events two speakers it's been a long time I was at Brendan Quinn's event recently because I was on the panel very kindly asked by Sam Lowney now shout out to Sam I enjoyed that but I guarantee I enjoyed that because I went as a one-off I guarantee if I go to that event three or four times on the trot, it'll be the same people, same faces, doing nothing with their lives. Right? No offense, but the, the events I do enjoy are the quarterly events. It's the Voice, for example, very kindly. Whole time of Voice. Thank you, Malka. Thank you, Sanjay for the invite. Please, we can be part of your club? So, I guess it is different because we've. We, how do you say this without being without being too cocky? It's... um. I go to events now just to catch up with people, um, catch up with friends and enjoy the vibe. So I'm not going there to meet clients or make new clients or get business or really learn anything, if I'm honest.
1: And to unleash your main character energy that you're on now, And to
0: be main character energy as opposed to supporting character energy. So I'm going there for different reasons. I suppose a lot of people are going there to have a party or meet an accountant. or to Party? A huh. You- yeah. But yeah, networking events in general. It's been a while since we've been to anything other than Savoy's. Martin, this event is really good as well. By the way, Martin, if you're there, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: What's your What's your question? Sorry, what's the question? I guess the question. Ended your I sentence. You just is- ended your sentence with- <laughs> okay,
0: midway through, like Christopher Walken. Okay, so networking <laughs> events stage. What is the state of property networking?
1: So okay, back in the day, it used to be loads of pin, loads of PPN. Um, I used to host a PPN. It was the best in the country statistically. I don't need opinions on it. The That spoke to themselves. Um, but no, I think it was a vibe. And there were just a lot. You could go every week to like one or two all over the... Like it was happening. And then I think COVID must have happened. And then nothing really came back. Um, and so like, I feel like networking events, there's three that I know of. There's Savoy's, which yep. is invite only so far. Now they've got the club, which is amazing. We'll put a link in the show notes for everyone. Um, The video for that, Big Up Ronnie, that video was fucking Hollywood.
0: Man like Ronnie, yeah, yeah.
1: So good. Um, And there's Savoy's, there's Martin's events, I think a quarterly as well. Open for everyone. Steve Hamilton does events, which are monthly-ish, I think. So, so property circle events. So there's, as far as, oh, um, Ranjan, Uncle Razi B, as I called him. (laughs) Did you just call him Uncle? Okay. He hates it. Um, hey,
0: here's my take on Ranjan's event I just want to say it love it very busy I get claustrophobic in that in the small space is it because
1: you're people. small and everyone's bigger and you just feel a bit crushed
0: Um. well I'm used to it anyway no no it's just there's too many people in a small space and secondly as much as I love Ranjan I love Andrew it's the same thing every month commercial conversion is the biggest opportunity for property in 2023 24 25 same thing Saj's events are good for yeah. so yeah.
1: actually there's quite a few events but I don't know. It, like it, it doesn't seem to be as in the public sphere and maybe it seems to be a different crowd, which makes sense to what it was before. So yeah, I don't know, man. Um, it just feels different to before. Um, but I'm not complaining because, you know, Martin's event was wicked. We had a great time. We went out afterwards, which was great. Um, Savoy's event. We had a great time. We went out afterwards it was great. So basically the partying is great. Um, and like, oh, this you, is, Sorry,
0: this, this is my thing, though, with the partying. You could just do that outside of the event. So what is the event giving you value-wise?
1: But it doesn't happen because everyone's like, oh, I'm busy and the, the event, you might say that, right? But the event is the actual thing to get together, to mm-hmm. dress up nice, your little blazer yeah. with your buckle, you know? <laughs> yes,
0: so, yes, yes.
1: Like for me, as, like for me, the you know, people who party together stay together
0: interesting for me people who have breakfast together stay together like for example what? i've had breakfast oh. at Davinda's grandparents house you were there your i was physio... after my wedding engagement yeah yeah. There, yeah 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 your physio josh was there and i still know him by face and name like breakfast having meal having a meal with someone to me is a big thing
1: so if... that's really interesting because you're always out on meals um having <laughs> <laughs> for... i think breakfast is important though because if you get up and you see people in the morning that most people aren't morning people I don't, I don't think like that says something I think in particular I think you're onto something with the breakfast in particular but like okay so we don't go to network right because I suppose we get our business from social media or from well whatever everyone so think, knows who I am it's fine well wear shuts. whereas <laughs> I think maybe when we started out we were going more because it had more of an impact but now we know which events we like which speakers we like what we want from an event is very different to what someone starting out Mm. wants from an event. Um, And I think for me, it's also just a case of mate, this podcast will reach thousands of people. Or I go to an event and speak to 10 people and I have to like get changed and shaved. Like what?
0: Yeah. But you know what? When I go to an event and people are like, Hey Shaz, can we get a picture? I'm just like, no, of course I can. Um, Nimi asked a question. Nimi's very engaging with this podcast.
1: Very Nimi good. Very good.
0: She says, do you think people are organizing events without a real purpose? What's your opinion on events which have educational value as opposed to drinking slash networking only? So I guess...
1: Fuck, fuck education.
0: <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. I mean, I always remember the PPN I went to. You went there. It was where Ahmed Khan was speaking. Big up Ahmed Khan. Congratulations on your recent marriage, my friend. Oh, and oh wow. I need to send him some Ladoos. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's very slim. Probably doesn't eat Ladoos. But I remember that, that that I didn't go for education. I went because it was local. And after his 25-minute presentation, I was convinced I'm going to be an SA millionaire in a coffee shop because that was what his presentation was. He's such a good speaker. So mm. there's definitely value to be had in, in those rooms, depending on your strategy. I took him for Sam Barbecue afterwards as
1: well. Love Sam Barbecue. And then um, I dropped
0: him off to Cardiff in his hotel. I was like, listen, I'm going to be your best friend. <laughs>
1: So what? So your answer to her question is what?
0: Um, I think the answer is it depends what you're looking for. If you're at a stage, perhaps early on, where you need the education, do the education stuff. Um, I think there is a risk of falling into a trap where um, you're not, you don't have a business, business just yet. You're quite early. All you're going to is party slash enjoyment events. Um, you've got to do, you've got to do the earning to do to enjoy yourself as well.
1: You missed something there. You got to do the earning to L- do the lear- learning. Yeah, it was the right. It didn't really. There.
0: It did not work. Did not work. Um, you mentioned Savoy's club. I just want to go back on it because yes, the video was sick, and everything. First of all, the price, full price, or if you get the discount, they've got a discount thing on. The, the value is crazy. Um, the stuff they've mentioned in that little video, all valuable, and I'm sure there's more. And and guys, up until this point, Savoy's haven't proven anyone like have not have not let anyone down they bring the value and I think it's definitely worth exploring if you want to join just to have a chat with I think marketing and Sange obviously it's a voice but Hardeep is kind of organizing the phone calls have a chat with them yeah I think it's definitely worth it to at least consider anyway
1: no I absolutely think so especially a lot of the experiences they're offering I think a lot of people actually would benefit from that and enjoy that so you know I think it's certainly worth looking at um supercar bits look amazing and i know a lot of people like the cigar stuff the wine etc etc so yeah i um i'm definitely you know i think it's a, a great idea and also it opens the club up to more people obviously a lot of people haven't been able to attend um and one of the things with their events right and this is what i love about the balance yes it's a party because the boys like to party yeah mm-hmm. Malkit and San looking younger every year they like to party um don't we all you get to know people better but also there is a, even for me, someone who parties, there is a shit ton of networking. I always meet new people, right? People that I speak to afterwards. I always make new connections. I always um, deepen previous connections. It's, you know, I think it, it does a lot for your network in ways that isn't like, oh, I met 20 new people. It's like, yeah, but I deeped it with four more people that I kind of already know. And then I, you know what I mean? It's kind of like, sometimes you've got to look at the bigger picture of networking, not just the pure numbers of how many useless numbers did I, uh, did I get in my phone that we're never going to speak again, you know? It's like, nah. How many connections did I make, you know? Deep,
0: meaningful connections. How many people now know, like, and trust me? That, that's what you want, right? No Tej, like, often, and trust. Yeah, how often do you get asked, Ted, these days, uh, hey, Tej, you don't follow me on Instagram. Can you follow me, please? You get asked that a lot.
1: Oh, my God. The amount of people who ask me that, like, at the end of the day, if I'm going to follow you, I'm going to follow you, Right.
0: But if your contents, if you have a, if you have no content, as in you just don't
1: use it. Then oh my god, god. people are like that. I'm like, sorry, what are you? You know, what are you posting? And then some people post stuff that I just, I just don't need to see on my feed. Yeah, you get me. I don't need to see that on my feed. Um, look, if people are posting good content, <laughs> not not tagging people incessantly, which I just made a reel on by the way, which you're gonna love. Then you, oh, you will have? get engagement. Oh. oh okay. Yeah, it's quite it's quite aggy. It's quite aggy. Um, I'm gonna get. Can I'm we talk about? It? Can we?
0: Can we briefly? Because I've got a view on it. We'll talk about it in a second as well. Um, no, no, yeah. No. So, guys. Okay. People doing. I don't know who taught. I don't know who. Which bloody educator said this is a good idea? Probably no one. But, oh my god, I get so annoyed. Honestly, I go, oh, if I wake up I'm, and I'm like, Shaz, been, I've been tagged in a, in a thing. Only tag me right in a reel or a video or a post if I'm in the bloody reel, video or post. Right, if my face is there, then yeah, bloody tag me, but don't tag me just for fake engagement. It does my head in. I'm like, because then I, I'll like, I'll click the like button, but like, what? what? It just means you're, you're begging, you're begging for attention, you're begging for a, a click, you're begging for a comment, which is fake anyway, it means nothing. Um, it baffles me. I don't know why people think it's a good idea because, yeah, fine, attention, you may go on it and see what is it. But then you're like, hang on, they tracked 15 other people anyway, you bloody slag. It's like, what the hell? It does my head in. Doesn't matter. It's,
1: it's like pods in it on LinkedIn—that thing that used to like be around. It's like, yeah. But the thing is, it, it does. Oh, hey, <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of, um, <laughs> um, it, it does. It does work though, because everyone that's tagged ends up commenting, apart from me, who removes the tag. Hang on, and maybe
0: hang, on hang, hang on, hang on, hang on. oh my god, my mic. In terms of it works, it works in the sense of yes, you get comments. But right, if I go on a post now, and I can't do it now because. I'm on this thing and the 10 comments are flame emoji flame emoji love heart flame emoji purple heart blue heart flame emoji what's that all about where's where's it's fake engagement and we've spoken about this it, you're like it works yes it works on a superficial level but if I was going to do like a social media audit that is nonsense
1: who does social media audit though you think someone who buys a course does any fucking research no they buy it then complain afterwards when it's shit and you're like well look at the profile what would you expect
0: yeah, well, I'm, I'm saying it here and now guys only tag me if I'm in the actual post or I'm in the video or I'm in there I, I, you know if I'm in there I'll share it as well but otherwise absolutely please don't it does because, it just winds because, because up.
1: people people just take footage of you dancing at events and use it in their reels and don't credit you you know and don't send you the footage to use for your reels so yeah absolutely tag me and I'll reshare it you punks
0: yeah wow so you got a reel coming out on that have you?
1: Yes, I've been filming reels, actually. Um, and one was, because I remember you, we spoke about it. So I've just basically given three tips on social media engagement, what not to do. Um, <clears throat> and there's quite a focus on, on tagging. So, um, Shaz, have we got any more topics to cover? Right, guys, we're, we're
0: 45 minutes in. and We are going to slowly wind down. But please give us some questions so we can address some live questions. Lulu is it, said is deep, it. it
1: Okay, Lulu, Lulu. Lulu it's because she fucking does it.
0: <laughs> Lulu. You know, I like you the appropriate amount. Okay, first of all, let's put, let's put that out there. However, and I'll support you if you post something and I'm not tagged in, of course I'll support you. But it's like, if if you're tagging me and and I'm not in it, what am I going to do with it? What am you going to do with, with that? And I'm always supporting people. I've, you know, I've, I've paid my dues. I've earned my stripes with supporting people. But it's like, do do you need the fake superficial support or do you actually want the true genuine support? It's like how much value do you give a flavor emoji versus a truthful comment?
1: One is obviously better than the other, but at the end of the day, engagement is engagement, mate. The Algo loves it. So what? The Algo loves
0: it. You know what the Algo doesn't love?
1: The truth about Palestine? Yeah, that's true. Absolutely.
0: Free Gaza, guys, yeah. Hashtag. Uh, any, Any questions? By the way, you know TR Property Solutions. I feel like I know them. Who is It's Tiago and Robert, man. They look. That's like what I and... thought. Oh my god, yeah. my favorite, my they favorite like... couple. In it, I thought they were brothers. They're not. They're not
1: brothers, <laughs> they
0: but they're hilarious. They're, they're hilarious. so funny. I love them, and they get the best hugs. You know, listen, and they're so warm and welcoming. Lulu said, I must admit, ever since your comment about flame emoji on someone's post, I've actually started using words. (laughs) That means I'm an influencer.
1: What? I've influenced change. I love it. You've influenced Lulu to pick out of the 10 words in her vocabulary to use. It's fucking incredible.
0: She probably presses A and whatever comes up is the automatic (laughs) (laughs) situation. Right, guys, if there are no questions or any comments you want us to talk about, we will start to wind this down. And if you want Um, us to do
1: this more regularly, then send us £250 on PayPal and then we'll do it regularly.
0: Yeah, no box gifts, just cash. Oh, I take donuts
1: or desserts as well. I will take... Uh, Thanks for the flame emoji, Nimi. Thank
0: you for that. <laughs> All right, cool. I think we're done. Um, do you want to end the Instagram first? and I'll. Uh, okay, yeah, I'll... Bye.
1: Bye-bye.